Action Line on KNY. I am your host and journalist. And joining me in the studio, I have Maggie McMillan, the Executive Director for the Juno Chamber of Commerce. While joining me over the phone, Craig, I, I'm now forgetting what your title is. I feel bad. <laughs> well, you know, that's okay. Uh, I oversee the government affairs for the Chamber since Maggie has taken over my position and sent me home. So, well, that, that sounds so. a little aggressive now, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm Sicilian. <laughs> we'll, 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 talk, we'll talk about that a little more in just a few minutes. <laughs> All righty. Well, for this first half of the show, I, Maggie, I want to catch up with you about a couple of things that have been going on with the Chamber. The first one that immediately comes to mind for me is the Spirits of Alaska event, mainly because you and I have talked about it a few times. So how'd that go? Oh, man. Spirits of Alaska was a ton of fun for everyone who came and attended. Thank you. Um, it was so much fun that we're going to do it again next year. We've decided to make it an annual event. But we had um, we all went up the Gold Belt Tram, which was awesome. RNDC and Specialty Imports um, coordinated. So we had Port Chilkoot, Alaskan Distillery, Anchorage Distilling, Ursa Major, Uncharted, Denali Spirits, and Amalga all up there pouring drinks for people. Um, we had a ton of food from the Breezin. It did not run out, which often happens here in Juno, but I'm an Italian, so I probably ordered too much food. But it was a great time, and we look forward to doing it again next April. I was say, you don't order too much food. You order the right amount to be prepared for more. <laughs> That's my mindset about that. Now, that means I also have to ask, when, uh, if we're doing it again next year, and this is just me assuming it's going to be the same time frame, when would you, how early would someone need to buy a ticket for that? Because I was thinking about it, and then it was sold out. So um, if we do it at the end of April again, the tickets will go on sale at the beginning of April, and as soon as you hear our commercial or the first time you hear it and like, oh, that sounds fun, buy the ticket, because they, they usually sell out about two weeks prior to the event, our tasting events. Okay, so just right from the jump, as soon as it's open, do it then. Mm-hmm. If you want to come. All righty. Now, another one of the events I've got here is the Gold Rush Days. Now, obviously, it is also mining month, so I have to ask about the Gold Rush. Oh, man. So Gold Rush Days is like an institution here in Juneau, and I was lucky enough to get asked to help them last year, but this year they asked me to sit on their board, so I'm pretty excited. Um, it's the 31st Gold Rush Days this year. They've been doing it for 31 years. About 10,000 people attend the event. So it's a really great opportunity for like my members or small businesses to have a booth or become a sponsor and spread the word about what their business has to do. From a public perspective, it's so much fun. There are mining competitions, there are timber competitions, there are kid and teen events as well. And then last year, we um, added live music in a beer garden. And actually, your very own Justin Biller is going to be one of our musicians who's playing at the stage this year. So there'll be live music and beer garden on saturday nice and that's this saturday no that's gonna be in june so uh though mining month is this month and we celebrate it here in alaska but um it's june 17th and 18th it's usually around father's day weekend is when they hold this event but you'll see the big top go up by savico park um on the 31st is when we start building out the event because it's it's a pretty big thing Okay, well, hearing about it now, it definitely sounds interesting. I'll have to keep an eye. Well, I'd be keeping an eye on it anyway, but I'll have to keep more of an eye on it now. It's a cool event because it's free to attend, right? Like, if you eat food and drink, of course, that's going to cost you money. But, like, if you just wanted to come and, like, sit on the bleachers and watch the competitions, you could do that and make a day of it, and it's totally fun. 
Nice. And now is the gold tournament part of those competitions or is that separate? Uh, so the golf tournament is, uh, I may have mistyped oh. because I was in. So the other new thing that I'm working on right now is our golf tournament, which is, it will be, I think, our ninth golf tournament here in Juneau. Um, and it's going to be on July 29th. We don't have um, registration open for that. We open registration for that right after the 4th of July every year. It's um, a shotgun, it's not a shotgun start. It is a best ball scramble. I mess that up every year. I'm not a golfer, obviously. Best ball scramble, um, it goes from like seven in the morning until two in the afternoon. Teams can come out and play. If you're not a team, if you're just like me and like to chip balls, and um, you can come and buy a bucket of balls and try your luck on a hole that we make called the 10th hole. And for every ball you get into a different uh, container, you get entered to win that prize. And local businesses donate those prizes to the chamber to give out. So it's, it's a pretty big effort from small business and the chamber to put on um, a golf tournament. And, but we love to do it, and we've done it for nine years now. So. Okay. I will also admit I'm not much of a golf person. My dad, though, he's he's real into golf. I tried to, I tried convincing him to go to the course when he was here for a weekend. It didn't happen, yeah. but uh, I put in some effort there. Well, our course is a little bit interesting, but it, they they welcome us every year, and we we really love having them. My son always happens to get back. He goes to Bend, Oregon, to golf all summer with his dad. So he comes back the day of the golf tournament every year, and he always comes out and chips balls. And though he says. You know, he just came from Bend, where they have beautiful golf courses. He loves the Juneau Golf Course because he can see the glacier from it, and he thinks that's awesome. That is pretty cool. I think the last big golf course I ever I spent any real time around was uh, the golf courses in Port Rush, Northern Ireland. They're right up on the coast, and so I'm always like, how do you make sure you don't lose your golf ball to the sea? Because if you over if you hit that ball too hard, it's gone. You're never seeing it again. <laughs> you won't have that problem here. Not the ocean, at least. You yeah. might lose your ball, but. At least it won't be to the sea. Okay, and then I also have to comment, because this is also notable, because it'll lead in perfectly to the second half of our show, is you've actually now been the executive director for about six months now. I don't know. I I guess it's been six months. It feels like a whirlwind of six months, but it has been six months. I was with the chamber for two and a half years prior to being the executive director. I was Mr. Dahl's executive assistant. Um, It has been awesome to step in the role. Um, Craig has been helping me still as a mentor and focusing on um, government affairs. I've been working on new ideas for the chamber, different networking networking events, different raffle ideas, just trying to to reach a younger audience potentially. Um, So that's been fun. Uh, Another really cool thing that's happened since I've been ED is now that I I'm an executive director, I have an executive assistant. I'm not the executive assistant anymore. So I hired a young lady named Megan Hunt about two months ago, and she's been an amazing addition to our staff. So between myself and Natasha and Megan and Craig, the chamber is fully staffed. Um, And when we started, it was just me and Craig. So to have four employees now feels pretty incredible, but that's a testament to our membership growing and the hard work we're doing at the chamber. Nice, nice. And now, so wait, wait, what what position does Natasha have? Because she's also on my list of things here. So Natasha is our admin assistant. And so when I got promoted to executive assistant, she looked at me and said, I don't want to be executive assistant. But she did a really good job filling in that void. So I got promoted in November and Megan came in April. And to think that 
she didn't do the executive assistant job is silly because she really did. She stepped up when she didn't have to, and it's really, really appreciated. Gotcha. And that's always the, you know, that's that's a, sh- that's a sign of a strong team right there. That's what you want to see. It's like, even if it's not maybe the position they want to be, and they still step up and they fill that role because they know that that's what the team needs. Yeah. I really feel like we have four people who truly understand the mission of the chamber and are passionate about it. So it's really exciting to go to work every day with a team like that. Nice. And now I'm realizing I probably should have mentioned this earlier, but it kind of it's it slipped my mind. As I always say, I'm only human, which is that there was a ribbon cutting at Ace Outdoors. Well, talk to me a bit about that before we go into our, our break. Yeah, no, you guys were there. Dano was out there. He uh, he was oh, there. Oh, right. I remember now. Yep, and Desi. So Ace Outdoors, which is part of the Myers group here in uh, Juneau, they have Foodland and uh, Super Bear and D Hearts. They opened an outdoor store that sells... I thought it was like a garden store, and I was very pleasantly surprised. It is like a, you can buy grills and ammo and all sorts of things. So we were out there doing a ribbon cutting. We do ribbon cuttings for all sorts of businesses. If it's a grand opening, an anniversary, a move, if you're a business and you're interested in doing a ribbon cutting in Juno, let us know. We'll bring our golden scissors. Those are some pretty nice scissors, I must admit. <laughs> They're huge, and they work, too. Everyone's always amazed that they actually cut things. Now, see, now you're saying they're huge scissors, but to me, they seem pretty normal scale. <laughs> well, you're 6'8". <laughs> True, but I got to get some comedy in there. It's only, it's part of the process. Okay. Well, I mean, it sounds like you definitely have had a lot of events going on these last couple of months, and yeah, no, I'm going with months on that one. I'm sticking with that. Yep, we're super busy, and then after July, the next big thing will be October 14th, if you want to mark your calendars for our annual dinner, which is also an event that tends to sell out within, last year it sold out even before the tickets went live, because people called the office and kept reserving them, so... See, you mentioned it, and I can tell food is involved. So you may have already uh, you may have already got a ticket. I'll be real, because yeah. you mentioned food. Alrighty, we're going to be going into our break. You are listening to Action Line on KINY. Welcome back to Action Line. I am still your host, Jordan Lewis, and joining me in the studio, I have Maggie McMillan, the Executive Director for the Juno Chamber of Commerce, and on the phone, I have Craig Dahl, the Government Affairs uh, position. I still don't have a quite a solid term on what to call you for that, Craig. You know, neither do I. And uh, so uh, I have to follow up what Maggie said. She's been doing the job as executive director for the past six months, doing a great job. We really do have a great team now with the four of us. Um, it was really my opportunity. I've been doing the executive director position for about seven and a half years. And uh, it was a perfect transition, allow me to start moving into that thing called maybe almost retirement. Um, but it allowed me to stay and focus on the thing that my background, which has been 40-some years in the banking business, to continue to work with our members, our small business people. And so I focus all my attention on things that are happening at the city or the state, uh, legislation or ordinances that might have an impact on the, on the business community. Um, I have to say probably the hardest part was after working uh, full-time for, you know, 54 years, the idea of uh, being able to walk out the door at uh, 1030 in the morning and say goodbye, have a great day, was sort of an interesting transition. And it's been really interesting and easy for Maggie the last month or so because I've been out with uh, some foot surgery, and so I haven't been in her hair at all to uh, give her a hard time. So uh, good transition. You couldn't Um, have the, like, the IF Sauron watchtower mode? (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, 
So just a couple of comments. The, the chamber has four main committees that we operate with, uh, membership, development, um, our, our uh, events planning. And then we have a housing and development committee and our government affairs committee, uh, which is chaired by our incoming president, uh, Laura McDonald. And it's probably the largest and most active committee. And again, we try to watch for what are things that might might harm or help or help the business community. And then we try to intervene um, as necessary. Some of the things that we've been involved with most recently, of course, we've been watching the CBJ budget process, which is, um, you know, a lot of work on the part of all of the city officials in the assembly. Um, we did take a position on a couple of issues that um, may or may not have been received favorably, but we came out with a fairly strong point that we felt uh, property assessment, the uh, um, the mill rate should be lowered, sort of to offset the uh, anomaly of everybody's house values going up in assessments. And I was very pleased to see that the assembly has uh, agreed to reduce that um, accordingly. Um, just one of those things that, that needed to happen. And along those same lines, we took a look at what the, the two different reserve accounts the city has. And they, the city has a very nice savings cushion. And we just felt that rather than increase taxes to the community, whether it be individuals or the businesses, that um, they should lean on that, lean on those reserves when necessary. And I, I know that was part of the discussion at the assembly the other night. Um, it's interesting you bring up Mining Month, something we just finished. We just finished submitting a letter uh, in support of Hecla Greens Creek's tailing permit. And they have a permit in front of the U.S. Forest Service right now to uh, expand their tailings area by a pretty modest amount, but that amount of additional space will allow the mine to continue to operate, at least as far as tailings are concerned, for literally almost another 40 years. Um, the deadline for submitting comments on that are actually in uh, one hour and six minutes. Oh. <laughs> and uh, um, we sent that out to, uh, to different groups to make sure that they write and support in the mine. And, you know, I, we call the we call our mines the silent giants because we have Greens Creek Mine, the Hecla Greens Creek Mine, and the Kensington Gold Mine. These are two world-class mines. They are our two major employers. They're our largest property taxpayers. And, and we don't see them. I mean, you don't go to work in the morning and drive past the mine, so that's why we kind of refer to them as, as invisible. And yet we see the financial impact of all of their employees, some of the highest compensation uh, positions in Juno. Um, they buy homes, they raise their families, they attend their schools. And both mines have a very generous um, program to donate and be involved in various nonprofits and organizations. And uh, I would I would say they are probably the epitome of the, the good corporate citizens. Um, and we're we are very lucky to have these two both both mines going there. So looking at mining month, people should step back and appreciate the impact that these two mines have on on Juno. It's pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, no, um, I've, I was gonna say I've had a number of conversations talking about you know how significant of a role, especially I mean the ones that I've the one I've mainly talked about is Hecla Greens Creek, just the role that that plays within the community and how much of a driver that is for us economically. And so it's important. Just, just acknowledging how important of a role it plays in the community. Well, it's interesting that the chamber has participated. Now Maggie is doing this. We're on both mines community advisory uh, board, and um, had the chance to tour both mines over the last couple of years. They're impressive operations, and uh, when you see the the care that they take 
to, especially at Greens Creek, because they're operating inside a national monument. When you see the work they go to, to comply with all the regulations, not to mention all the safety issues and everything that goes along with being a mine, it's an impressive operation, and, and uh, uh, they should be complimented all the way around. So, anyway, if you ever get a chance to tour the mine, do it. They're, they're great. I will. Um, I'll have to add that to my list of things. I have a, I have a long list of things that people have recommended that I go do. <laughs> <laughs> um, another example of things we've been doing, our housing, we have a housing and development committee, and uh, they have been working with the city and borough leadership to look for ways to help uh, structure a lending program that would uh, promote more housing, and they, they get involved in that. Um, last night um, uh, at the committee of the whole, there was an updated program for what's called ADUs, which is an additional housing unit. Um, we sent that out to our committee and got some really good feedback that we we're then passing on to uh, Joe McLean at Community Development to to enhance that program even more. Uh, again, looking for ways to uh, to uh, provide additional housing here in general. Uh, we had a state issue that came up just at the last minute. Uh, we had a freshman representative, uh, Representative Gray. He submitted a bill that suggested that the state take over registering all short-term housing units in the state. Um, you can call them Airbnbs or whatever you might might like. But um, not only did they want to have the state take over registration, they wanted to limit uh, that uh, an owner could only have one one additional unit. Um, clearly, something the state should stage out of. Uh, this, you know, you should leave each community to deal with their housing issues according to what the housing issues are. And that it's it's a community thing, not a state thing. So we made sure that uh, the chairs of the finance committee and the budget committee and and uh, and our representatives up there uh, knew that we were absolutely against um, that particular piece of legislation. We'll see what happens with it. Gotcha. I'm and of course, to... uh, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> No, that's okay. No, go ahead. I was going to say, maybe I should get that freshman representative in here and try and uh, pick pick his brain a bit more, pick their brain a bit more and see what's going on there. Well, I think that they, I mean, his, I would say his motivation was to try to help the housing issue, which is really a statewide thing. Most of the communities have it, but, but it's, just not a, it's just not a thing the state should add to their list of things to control. Uh, leave it up to the municipalities to, to deal with. Um, and I know the click is, clock is ticking quickly. The last comment I'll make is um, we our la- long-standing priority has been the North Douglas Crossing, and of course it's right in the middle of the uh, Pell study. The uh, last week the um, assembly provided an opportunity again for the public to come in and comment their support for the different alternatives that it's being being narrowed down to. So uh, we're involved in that process, and we'll we'll see where that takes us. Yeah, it's and been, I think that just about runs out the time. Yeah, no, we we do have a little bit of time left here, so I'll still give you both a chance to give some closing comments. And so, uh, Craig or Maggie, which one of you wants to go first with some closing comments? I think Maggie, you're gonna you've got some things to say. Well, I'm just going to talk about our truck raffle, which I'm sure if you've been listening to the radio, you've heard about because our commercials are playing quite a bit. So, um, But the chamber is doing something that we've never done before, and it's been something that I've wanted to try for quite some time. So I'm really excited that we're able to do it. But we are raffling off the biggest thing we've ever raffled off, which is a brand new car. Um, it's a 2023 Tacoma TRD off-road um, it's beautiful. I'm kind of biased. I picked out everything that about it, so I, I think it's gorgeous. It's Lunar Rock. It's blackout package. It has steps. 
uh, extended cab, shorter bed, perfect car for adventuring around Southeast Alaska or Alaska as a whole. Um, to buy tickets, you can go to junochamber.com. The only like rules are you have to be in the state of Alaska to buy tickets. So if you want to buy them online, you have to have an Alaskan address for me to send them to or I have to refund you. So that's happened quite a couple times. So just be aware of that. Grand prize is the truck. Second prize is a cruise for two from Royal Caribbean. Third prize are two Alaskan airline tickets anywhere they fly. And as a reminder, they fly to places like Costa Rica and Belize, not just domestic. So those are really cool tickets and great prizes. Those tickets are $50 each. They're on sale now. We're selling them through September. Um, And then on September 9th, we're having a party at Juno Auto Mall. And whoever wants to come down and see who wins the truck can, we're going to have some food and um, some entertainment, and it will be a nice way to uh, celebrate the winner. All right. I think that actually does take us up to time, but I'd like to thank you both for taking the time to talk with me. It's been great. Yeah, thank you, Jordan. Thanks, Jordan. All righty. You have been listening to Action Line on KINY.